Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dank Toad Podcast. I'm your host, the Pack of Cigarettes, Winston. And I don't know what else, but hey, how was your weekend? Hope your weekend was good. My weekend was all right. I finally got out of the house, you know, finally getting out. Haven't had a, a song in the intro for a some time maybe like two episodes i don't know i'll usually just put them up at the beginning through a speaker but this time you know thought i'd just play like a quick 30 seconds something like that for the intro today well what's up guys good to have you guys tune in thank you for tuning in that was the future by leonard cohen cohen yeah case you're wondering about that song if you recognize the song you might have seen the movie um natural born killers yeah (laughs) juliette lewis woody harrelson pretty psycho movie they kill one of my own native americans and (laughs) i don't know they shoot him and like i don't know he he takes like a gut shot pretty much but enough about that so I got awake this weekend, and you know what? I'm just going to come out right and say it. My eyebrows suck. Yeah, they, they, they're they awful. My eyebrows. I don't know if... I felt like I've heard this bit somewhere, but they're like two caterpillars. And when the... my When my unibrow comes in, it's like two caterpillars coming together. It's like they're good... They're going to be joined in unity for marriage, or they're going to make out. I don't know. That's a unibrow. Rick Sanchez has one, but I, I shave mine. He doesn't shave his because he knows the truth about the whole universe. <laughs> well, well, who cares? It's my life. But the whole eyebrow thing, man, I got this fun, um, this thing. I bought it a, a while back. Like this flawless brow thing. I'm pretty sure you might have just seen like an infomercial here or there. And it's this thing to help trim your eyebrows. So I got that. But that doesn't do it by by itself. I need I need like I need to go old school. I go I go tweezers too. I need fucking tweezers, like giant hedge tweezers. Cause these are like hedges. You gotta trim the hedges every now and then, and this is what I do. And this ain't like every once a week, twice. It, it, it'll go like twice a week. I have to take care of and maintain these eyebrows. That's how annoying they are. Otherwise, if I like go through a whole week without like at least trimming, at least trimming them, they'll just get on my nerves, and <laughs> you can start to see like the unibrow slowly making its way up in there. It's like lighting a small fire. Only my hair's not red. Oh man. Anyone who I I always thought like maybe some other people had unibrows. But I don't know. Some people are just born without them. They got the right fucking set of genes right in their, you know, DNA all spliced with their chromosomes or whatever. You know, their ape DNA or the aliens or the gods. They all blessed them with uh no unibrow. He doesn't have time for it. 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys believe in God, but if God made me in His image, He made me with a unibrow. So maybe I should just rock it out, you know? What's that one uh, basketball player who has a unibrow? Oh man. Yeah, I'll just leave it. Uh, I don't. I don't really talk sports on this podcast anyway. Anyway, so I thought I'd just uh, come in, do the podcast today. I'm, I know I say this a lot, but I think I am going to keep this one short. This might be like 15 minutes. I don't know. I just want to quickly talk about one of the latest movies I've ever seen. Um, or the latest movie, I guess, or cinematic adventure. Uh, it was 1917, based in World War One. Holy crap. That was over 100 years ago. Didn't Hitler... Hitler, he served in World War One. I. I think he volunteered for that shit. Fucking Hitler. Hitler. Let me... Wait. I'm gonna look up Hitler real quick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he voluntarily went into um, World War One. Okay, Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't voluntarily go. So, in World War One, Hitler served as a lance corporal in the Bavarian army, you know. And obviously the World War Two stuff came out. He's the Führer. The Führer. In Germany. That, I don't know, the World War Two. We all know he, he was like, the Führer. <laughs> Alright, I'm not, okay. So with the 1917 film, this it was really cool. <laughs> I know that's the worst like wasted way to describe it, saying it was cool, but man, the cinematography in that movie is it's crazy. It's good, and I look up the I looked up the mm, cinematographer. And his name is Roger Deakins. He's worked on stuff like uh, Skyfall. That's what I remember seeing. Skyfall, the James Bond movie, and some other films. And I, I remember like Sicario. What was it? Sicario, Prisoners, No Country for Old Men. Those are all great films. I can kind of see his style in No Country for Old Men. With, uh, yeah. But prisoners, I didn't, I didn't know he worked on prisoners. Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I didn't know he worked on that. Damn, that's cool. Sicario, he won, I think, an Oscar for the cinematography in Blade Runner 2049. That's the most recent Blade Runner. But, I love the way they did it in 1917. This, this movie came out in 2019, two years ago. And I'm pretty sure production was a bitch and a half. As uh, Rick Sanchez would say. And the reason why it was, because I, I think I watched like some of the extras. I watched some of the extras and the way they set it up, <laughs> it was crazy. First off, like the whole, the whole scenic, they never film in the same area twice. And they built like, I think over a mile in trenches and the entire, 
not the entire movie, the entire, like half the movie is um, made to look like it was just shot in one continuous shot. All the, so they follow these two guys, two uh, soldiers. I'll just tell you the plot. This is, this is not a spoiler, but it's, it basically is the plot, even if you see um, the trailer. And this is an old movie. It's two years old. If you guys haven't seen this, I don't, I don't know. But uh, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. Highly recommend it. Certified fresh, bro. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't even know if it is. I don't know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm sure it's you know it's pretty decent. Even though the guys at Rotten Tomatoes are pretty ball, pretty much ball busters. I don't know. <laughs> but me, I'm not. You know, I'm a little. It's only because I'm not in the in the business. Obviously, I can't. Well, I can comment. I I thought it was good. It's great. It's fucking awesome. So there's this like one continuous shot, and it it looks like one continuous shot throughout the like half of the movie, and then the other half is like another continuous shot. So it breaks right in the middle, kind of like right in the middle, I think. But obviously they did they didn't film the entire movie in just like an hour. <laughs> two hours I mean the, a, lot, a lot of stuff would have went wrong if they did that of course and <laughs> could you imagine like uh, say you're you're filming a, a film and you're walking with the actors and you're trying to get them the sound quality a lot of things could go wrong if they actually just shot it in one continuous shot but I, I looked it up and it was about like 36 or more um, takes, like all stitched together throughout the entire movie. And it was edited in a way so that you could hardly... I, 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 I watched the film and I, I could hardly tell where any stitching began or ended. It was so it was that good that they kind of hit all the stitching. But it does look like a continuous shot. I remember my brother, he was telling me that it looks like a, it's just one continuous shot. And I really delved into it. And I was like, oh, damn, this is pretty cool. So Roger Roger Deakins is the cinematographer on this. And the guy is good, man. The guy is good. They also had to use like a, a bunch of different cameras. Uh, when I saw in the extras, there's a point at, like they had cameras on Jeeps. They had cameras on a motorcycle. They had cameras like, uh, you know, those big crane cameras, some of them. They had to drag them. I don't know. And they used like a lightweight, like ARRI camera. So it's lightweight and they can actually follow them. So obviously that took a lot a lot of planning. I don't know how, how long the production must have lasted, but it must have lasted a long, long time <laughs> to get every shot right. Because the, the film is like a good two hours. Probably a little less than two hours. And, you know, it just follows a couple guys. And you're just like, oh, man. I thought it was pretty good. So if you're looking for a movie to watch, definitely go check out 1917. Oh, man. And I was kind of looking up uh, some of the extras. And this guy, um, or the editor, or Roger Deakins himself, maybe. They're not the first people to do like, um, the continuous shot, obviously. 
So I've looked up some other movies too that have the the continuous one shot take, and here are some like other films. Let's see, hold on, I'm trying to pull it up. I know there was a film out there by Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock, not Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock had like a film. It was like way back in the day too, 1948. I forget what it was called. But he had a um he had a film. Let's see, what was the longest single shot in a movie? Huh. Damn. It's a well, it's not a bunch, but I guess if you want to go uh Damn. It looks like Russian Ark. I've never heard of that title. Came out in 2002. It's 96 minutes. Actual one shot take. 96 minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> I wonder how long the the entire film is actually. Um, and there's another one, Time Code, that came out in 2000. That's 97 minutes. And we got not one in 1998, Big Monday. 74 minutes. Damn. That is crazy. I mean, so many things got to go right if you're doing like a one shot. Otherwise, you got to keep resetting. One actor or one extra ruins a line, ruins something. He forgets to walk by a door when he's supposed to. Misses his cue. He's on the wrong mark. Anything. Reset the whole thing. <laughs> you could have been in in one shot. You're good. Like, you're good. Everyone's hitting their cues in like 10 minutes. And then you're like, ah, man, come on. Come on, Justin. You're supposed to be standing right there by the end of the bar. Now we got to reset this whole thing. Everyone's got to do the lines again. When I first saw the 1917 film, I was just thinking, like, God damn. If they actually shot this in one shot, how long did it take? Because <laughs> everyone has to learn the lines. I mean, it's not easy to remember lines unless you have, like, a photographic memory. It's not easy to remember lines. I mean, some people have a pretty good memory. I mean, obviously they'll have them like right by on standby, but that's when you can take takes, shoot takes, like cut. All right, learn your lines, you idiot. Take a break for five minutes. Action! Did you learn your lines yet? Huh? All right, you're holding up production because you don't know your lines. You got three lines, bro. Learn your lines. But that's not how it usually happens, obviously. I think another example might be uh, Birdman. Looks like Birdman did it, too. Um, kind of looking stuff up here. So Birdman director Alejandro. I don't know how to even pronounce. I'm not even going to touch his last name. I don't know how to pronounce that. He's obviously something else. He says, uh, he originally conceived the film as a comedy film in a single shot set in the theater. Yeah, the decision to make the film appear as a single shot came from the realization we live our lives with no editing. So, I don't know. I thought I'd just bring this up because it's kind of interesting to see some of these films with just a single shot. I, I definitely want to probably check out like Time Code or... Some of the other stuff I mentioned. 
see if they're really, you know, just one single shot. I don't know. You got to really look into it because I was pretty convinced about a single shot in 1917, but then, you know, they stitched it all together with some clever editing and stuff like that. So, yeah, maybe I'll check out Russian Ark. I don't know what Russian Ark is. I've never heard of these films. You know, so maybe I'll check them out. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm just going to keep this one short. And, uh, you know, thank you for tuning in if you do decide to listen to this one. I know it's kind of weird. Not really that funny. You know, I should sponsor my own podcast. I really should. Next intro. Hello, this is brought to you by the Dank Toad Podcast. Are you out and about? Do you know? That there are millions of podcasts out there? Do you know there's one called Dank Toad? Do you also know it's probably the smallest one out there? Well, look no further. Here's the smallest podcast, and it's hosted by the the worst podcast. I don't know. All right, I'm done with this. I'm, I, I can't even be funny today. It's too hot. It's too hot right here. All right, well... Uh, this is going on 18 minutes. I better shut this down. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I promise I'll try to be funnier Friday. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. I, I'm going to get I'm gonna get out of here. See you guys Friday or if you decide to listen Friday. All right. 